Welcome to The Way Freedom Flies. Thank you so much for joining us today as we jump in and start talking about the craziness that is going on. But first, I hope that God has blessed you this week and he's been with you and been able to help guide you through this mess because it's a mess and there's no logic or reason to it. It's just, you know, these people think that they can control every aspect of our lives and they've been trying to do it and keep a narrative so that we can, um, I don't know, go down the route of making sure that we follow them, right? And as believers in Christ, we have to realize that it's not us trying to follow them, it's us trying to follow God and seeing where God has sent us to believe and got what God is telling us to do and what he's told us to do rather than following the... Um, the mass media, the mass coercion of information to make up your mind rather than having you make up your mind with God. So, I mean, start off, we have, uh, what, the Trump verdict, $83 million he has to pay to um, the crazy woman. And what I don't get is how our justice system, I I can't believe I'm calling it a justice system at this point, does anyone believe that it's justice at this point? Does anyone? Because I sure do not think that we are in a justice system. It's more like a system of corruption that gets put and gets done, and then we're just having to deal with it. So, um, yeah, it, it's it's crazy to think of what... Ha- what would happen if you were in the same position that Trump was, right? I don't know if you've ever thought about that or what what do you what are your thoughts on if something were to happen to you, right? You'd have to go to court or you know go through some of this stuff. Do you think that you'd have um, a fair trial? And that was you know one you know crucial thing that we were founded on was a fair trial. But now it looks like that's not going to happen. Um, we have to pray and be with God to have, you know, so that he intervenes in those areas because right now he is the fair one. He is the just one. And our court system has gone downhill. And it's almost a correlation of going downhill, right, when you have the removal of the Ten Commandments, the removal of, you know, Bible and that standard out of the courtrooms and now all of a sudden you see what has that vacancy has filled and gone in and you're letting the corruption just grow so there's also judge um erdogan is supposed to have a um decision today people are calling them rulings as you know i call them opinions because that's what they are um on the trump fraud case i mean (laughs) margo lago was uh, what 18 million dollars and <laughs> oh man that's just hilarious so get this Margolago is 18 million dollars yet for the case with the defamation of the um weirdo that you wasn't the judge wouldn't even allow information of her social media uh, that <laughs> of how crazy she is in that case i mean talk about i, I think malpractice at some at some level is 83 million dollars was that um is what they told trump to pay so 
um, I hope he appeals this and it gets corrected, right? But you're telling me that Margalago is 18 million, yet the judgment in a different case is for 83 million. I <laughs> I think we're living in kind of a uh, crazy institution with these people, but um, it is what we have right now, and we just have to figure out ways to kind of work through it so that we can um, get back to being a God-focused society. It is a it is something I've been trying to preach and trying to work on, right? And trying to work on myself to be that part of it because um, this is this is you know important to have God in your life to be able to put forth an effort to really try to change things, right? We have to change it from inside ourselves being what we believe in and having a foundation because as we see with government officials, it's not so much that they have a foundation, it's that they get pushed around in the wind. And we'll get to some of the stuff they've been talking about, especially with the border and everything else. Um, but this is this is something that is that we need to put back into society. We need to teach and instill into our children that Having a foundation is important. Having ourselves grounded in what is good is important. So, um, yeah, there's been a lot going on here. But let's jump in and let's talk a little bit about um, the bill that is coming out for the tax bill. So... If you haven't been following, and this is something that is, could be good, could be bad. It's, it's really hard to tell. I am leaning that it's bad because of what's currently in it. If it is cleaned up, it could be good, right? And this is for, it's a tax bill that the House has been debating, and it's a tax relief for 2023. So if you haven't filed your taxes yet... Um, this is a opportunity for people. However, what now it looks like on the face of it, of what they're trying to sell it is, is that you get a little bit of expansion of the child's tax credit, a little bit of relief there on your taxes that if you file, you can, you know, have a benefit, which fine, right? I, we all hate paying taxes. That would be a great opportunity. However, the, details show something much more sinister and that's when it gets really really bad right because it's a 79 billion dollar tax cut supposedly right and i'll post this tweet that through this guy that went through it um in the description of the podcast here 30 billion of that is an increase of government spending for welfare and people with no income tax liability then there's $6.3 billion in corporate welfare to, to housing developers in forms of low-income housing tax credit. $42 billion that is left, a large portion of that is retroactive tax breaks for corporations for economic purpose, basically sending a check to them, right? That's not really pro-growth or reform, that's just money to, in their pockets. So really, there's nothing in there for 
as an individual, right? It's a 3.6 to an individual income tax cut for the taxpayers, 3.6%. There's a 3.2% permanent uh, pro-growth tax cut. That's it. It's kind of crazy. Now, we, we have a national debt, and you've heard me talk about this. We're reaching $34 trillion. We have an economy that it seems like they're pulling the last lever that they can. And it's it's sad to see, but a whole bunch of people are being laid off because it, they're, all these companies are trying to keep their stock prices and trying to keep this momentum going. And today was not a good day for the stock market overall. But you have companies that are, you know, in line with earnings or beating earnings and they're getting hammered right so the layoffs here are a lever that you can pull to try to um you know investors seem to like that and then the fomc meeting at the fed right um that was all looking really they should raise rates at this point they're in a pickle and it's a pickle that they created with the biden administration but that pickle has created this problem, which is they're just pausing on the rates, right? Because they don't want a hard landing. Uh, they want a soft landing, and they still think it's going to be a soft landing. Um, there is, I think, uh, to me, I think it's more going to be a transition of wealth. Um, I do follow a lot of prophetic words. I, I like prophetic words because, you know, God talking to us is probably something we should pay attention to. And I I think that there has to be a tran- there's going to be a transition basically because that's what's been said, but how it looks is something I'm still don't understand or it's up in the air, but I think that there's there's going to be a huge correction at some point because it's just it, nothing makes sense. There's no really fundamentals I'm seeing in this economic jumping and i see it's a lot of pulling levers to try to get stuff to work now as you all know i i think we should you know start laying the tariffs on places or on countries making sure that you tariff every country they have a specific tariff and kind of force manufacturers to start saying hey we got to build stuff in the united states otherwise we're gonna have to be paying these tariffs um, granted, they can try to pay, and everyone says a tariff is a tax. Well, not really, right? They avoid the tax as soon as they make a product here in the United States, right? Or they avoid the tariff, I should say. So it's not a tax on people. Granted, that if they don't want to move it, that tax or that tariff gets passed on, right? Or they have to take the hit of that. But it is one way to lever to to pull the lever of let's increase our tax incomes, let's force companies to get back in here. And then that way you have, you know, a manufacturing base where you get more people back on the jobs, back working, and you strengthen that up. But then you also are forcing um, companies to make decisions of, hey, we have to diversify and we have to move. Granted, I think every country should be their country first. Every country should have a base of all of everything that they need being manufactured so that there if there is a problem what happens is, is that you have that buildup to be able to take that off and be able to ship it to another country to be able to support it now companies are just in the just-in-time delivery system everything else and it's not like we've ever had that fail before 
but you know redundancies in being able to have that support you know um, we're still on the Marshall Plan and after World War II and look how far past World War II we are why are we still bailing out countries at this point countries need to start bailing out us why are, why are we spending money on all these other countries why can't other countries go into debt just like America can and if they want to buy weapons or whatever else for whatever they feel fit they can do that I sometimes to me this seems very um, weird that uh, that these companies would do something crazy like this and not actually you know go and say hey I need I need to actually do you know have support and everything else it's just governments and companies doing these things um, and getting off into uh, the weeds getting off into I need to have the growth I need to have you know it's just weird right I'm, I'm trying to put my words in here I'm <laughs> combining them all in the wrong way but there are tariffs in this Marshall Plan and everything else that's happened is really sucked the life out of the United States you know NAFTA right you'll hear the huge sucking sound Ross Perot saying that and that's what's happened I you know if all these companies are paying a higher tariff guess what the american companies do have a better chance to compete and if the american companies are making it here and you make the tariff well then we're we're probably in a in a better um better position than before at least i think we are we'll see if we actually are but i think if we had um starting you have the opportunity to kind of wiggle our way out of what we're actually in right now which uh, <laughs> maybe our uh, maybe our position maybe our country maybe our administration doesn't want us to get out of this but I really hope that at some point we get out of you know we have somebody competent enough that wants to put us into position to win and only time will tell if we get there, right? Only time will tell if we finally get there to be able to uh, move our country back to a foundation. I, you know, this goes back to having a fight for good and evil. And I think that this is a stand where Christians have to Start standing up for what they believe in. Start seeing of what's actually right and evil, right? What has God told us to do? You know, putting morals on the line. We have senators and representatives that are going through and they're wishy-washy. They're going after, you know, the vote of what they think the voting population will want. And, not, and they're not going after what needs to be done. And I'm not understanding why. Maybe there's a lot of money in it. Maybe it's just because I was brought up different. Maybe it's because I believe in, you know, actually, you know, following through of what you say. Maybe I, you know, believe in God and have that foundation where some others kind of go through and they say they do 
and yet they don't follow through and they just are okay with whatever that is they're doing at that time they they want the money they've been told to do this because it's good and they don't actually go back to what they believe in and that's just the sad thing is when they don't go back to what they believe in look at what happens right we are in this mess we're in a 34 trillion dollar in debt and we have these problems so you know having a foundation and having the ability to look at what's there is an important aspect that we have to that we have to be sincere about that we have to look at and call our representatives and say i believe in this and you know if you do this i'm sorry it's not the lesser of two evils anymore it is evil versus good and you have to you know if you're going to the polls and there's just all bad maybe you have to do a write-in or vote you don't have to vote for for somebody you can just go in there and say neither of these are there and uh you know there's write-in and stuff like that you can do uh, i'm still in a favor of you going to the polls and showing hey go to the polls and say hey i'm going to the polls but there's nobody here worth voting for i'm voting for this person because um they actually do stand up for what they believe in. They do have that reputation, right? You can have an ability to do certain things with your vote, right? You don't have to vote for everybody on the ballot. You can vote for the people that you want that you want to and see on the ballot, right? That back up what you say. So there's a huge um, swath of people that you can vote for. And there's a huge swath of people you don't have to vote for, right? It's picking and choosing what is there. And I get it. There's a lot of research, but it needs, it needs to be something that we take with a, hey, this is important, right? It's just like bringing up your kids. It's just like having a family foundation. It's important to have something like that so that we can make sure that we're doing whatever is best and whatever is right for those people around us, right? And for those people that will have a future. I'm sure all of us want to have our kids to have a better future than what we had. But I don't think that that's how the government looks at it. They want to be able to spend and do things and have instant gratification and leave and kick the can down the road and let somebody else deal with the problem that they have created. And is that the godly thing to do, right? No, it's not, right? You're supposed to take care of yourself and future, right? You're supposed to be able to take care of pasts. You're not supposed to be able to ruin something and just be able to get away with it. And I think... If we start looking at this a little bit better and start cleaning up our act, we should have a better um, a better ability to say, hey, this is the foundation we want our country to go to. Let's start, you know, we're tripping away at the debt. We're having a godly, you know, Congress and stuff like this. I think that we are... Um, going to i think that we have the ability to move in the right way and while 
it is while it is hard to see it is important to uh, to stand in faith and to work with God to be able to get some of this stuff in the right direction so uh, yeah there is a lot going on we got let's see as we close to wrap this up right we have the border where there's still a problem there and Biden saying I need to how do you put it I you guys need to pass a law so that I have so that I can clean it up you already have the authority to clean it up we don't need to pass any laws it's already there right you have to secure the border guarantee clause all this other stuff but why is it taking so long to be able to do that why is it uh why are you ignoring the ability you have? Is it because you have an ulterior motive? And is it, is it that bad, bad, bad uh, border bill? Right? It should be, um, <laughs> it should be fully, you know, wall secure, everything else. You know, Nancy Pelosi wanted drones on it. Okay. Every gate should be watched. Every inch of the border should be watched, right? and prevented from people illegally getting into here if you came here illegally i think that you should be put shipped back to where you're from put actually put on the other side of the border uh don't need to waste any more money and it's your job to find your way back from there also you will be fingerprinted everything else and you're not allowed back in the united states even if you try legally you broke the law you, it was illegal, and now, too bad, that's what happens. The uh, people that want to come here legally, they should be able to come here. And they have, uh, th they did not want to break the law. They wanted to come here legally and do it right. They have the ability then to come here. As long as they follow and go pass through all the immigration laws, they can do that. If you were, weren't willing to do that, you now have ruined your chance to ever getting in here that's i think that we need to make it severe enough so that this does not so that we get back on top so that we can uh clean up the mess that we already have so um yeah this is uh this whole border thing i think is easier to fix than not and people are just kind of dragging their feet and saying, they're, my hands are tied, I don't have anything to do, even though that you have all the thing, tools at your dispense already to be able to fix this. I, it's a manufactured problem in an election year. I, Biden manufactured it for the election year. And I think what happened is, is that he's now realizing that all these Democratic places are saying, oh, wait, I'm having a problem, I'm having a problem. <laughs> we can't keep doing this. And um, we can't house all these illegals. Well, this is what um, kind of happens when you decided to go down this way and uh, not follow the laws. You know, if you're a Democrat area and you voted to be a sanctuary city, didn't you ask for this? I mean, granted, you break in the guarantee clause. Well, I guess the federal government has a guarantee clause. But you're breaking, um, you know, just the foundation of the country, of the laws there for um, 
immigration. So it's your, it's your fault. Why are you worried about how many places you have to store illegals? I mean, if you're really there, you call up border control and say, I got this many to be shipped all across the border. Here you go. How hard is that? Until you start making that decision, why do you care? Oh, you but you cared about Ukraine. Really, you care so much about Ukraine, you don't care that there's an invasion at our border either. You want the... You want the invasion at, um, on the Ukraine's border just as much as you want the invasion here. That's your own choice. You can't make a difference between the two that one should support the border and the other one shouldn't. You can't. And God help us get through this mess so that we can be able to move other people um, in a better direction. Or move this country in a better direction. Move our areas, our cities, our towns in a better direction because it is crazy going on right now one thing too I was I saw that Trump is um, going through and uh, he's ahead in all the swing states according to one poll I am not shocked and uh, if they keep this up this could be a bigger landslide than what people are paying attention to. It may not be close. Because if you keep trying to destroy something that people like, this could be an Argentina you know, kind of change where people want change to clean up the mess, not to continue the craziness that's been going on. I think even when you throw in right um what new york mayor was even saying how there's too much with um illegals overrunning it even a democrat so guess what you have all this stuff that you have to deal with and people are going to look at it different ways i get it a lot of democrats just vote democrat because that's what they were told to do even some Republicans do that. But I think people, there's a swath of people and more and more people that are seeing what is going on and they're looking at it and they're going, I'm voting for my future of what is going to be corrected here and to be able to do that. In the craziness of all this, right? Joe Biden actually is vi visiting East Palatine, Ohio one year later. Obviously, why didn't he visit it last year? No idea. But now he's visiting it. Why? It must be something to show that, hey, I actually do support this area of the country. Looks kind of fake. It is kind of fake. But he's trying to do something so that everyone out there can be like, hey, I am doing something. See, I cared about you. Only when it needed to benefit me. And um, that's not how it works. Hey, if you're a godly person, that's not how it works. You're not looking for the benefit of you. You're looking for the benefit of others. You're supposed to love thy neighbor as thyself. Not love thy neighbor for thyself. 
with that, I'm praying for everyone out there. I want to thank you for listening to The Way Freedom Flies and supporting this podcast. I am praying for everybody out there. And until next time, God bless.